like to invite you to a soul level encounter. Music has an incredible ability to proclaim the soul's language beyond what mere words can speak. That's what we seek as we invite our guests to share their song of the soul. You will hear the music that has charted the steps of their spiritual journey, that has provided a touchstone in the soul's dark night and sung the heart's awe and joy when come to the light. Over the next hour, you will be a witness and companion to our guest's spiritual path and sacred testimony. Welcome to Song of the Soul. Some rich and beautiful music up today for Song of the Soul. Mary Beth Cross came to my attention because of Cy Khan and a group called Musicians United for Bristol Bay. More about that later. But when Cy Khan recommends a song and musician highly, as he did with Mary Beth, you know it's worth checking out. I did, obviously liked what I found, and so now we go out to Denver, Colorado, by phone, to visit with Mary Beth Cross. Mary Beth, I'm delighted to have you here today for Song of the Soul. Mark, glad to be here as well. Let's talk about where you are and where you used to be. You're in Denver now, but you haven't always lived there. Could you give us a little bit of your peregrinations? Yeah, I grew up in Green Bay, Wisconsin, on the west side, not far from Lambeau Field. Actually moved out to Colorado right after graduating from Madison, University of Wisconsin-Madison, and have been here ever since. And so it must have really captured your heart in some way. What is it about Denver that's captured your heart? Well, the mountains, for sure. And just the activities and the abounding wilderness to go and explore and hike. I must be somebody who likes the cooler temperatures up in the mountains in the summer and the warmer temperatures than Wisconsin in the winter. You know, for example, it's been pretty mild the past couple of days here. We can actually go out for a walk and nothing more than a sweatshirt, which is not always the case in January in Wisconsin. And how long have you been into music? Pretty much all of my life. I remember the first time I saw the Glenn Campbell Show and Judy Garland singing Somewhere Over the Rainbow on TV. And I thought, wow, you know, you just know in your soul. So I pretty much knew I wanted to play the guitar, and I thought John Hartford was pretty special on his banjo and his tap shoes. And I grew up in the era of Lawrence Welton, hee-haw. And all those things, even as a child in the small town of Green Bay that it was at the time, make an impact on you. I quickly got involved in choirs and guitar lessons at age 12. And my mom and dad had a piano in the house, but all my other brothers and sisters, there are six of us, all took piano. But I knew I wanted to play the guitar. So that was what they got me for Christmas when I was 12. And by 14, I was playing for weddings and in church and leading my own children's choir at a church and paid gigs (laughs) by 14. And by the time I got involved in high school, it was time for theater and swing choir and concert choir and solo ensemble competitions and things like that. 
And in college, I got involved with the Choral Union Community Choir, which performed Mozart and Verdi's Requiem with the orchestra, which was really exciting. And then on the flip side, I kept taking guitar lessons and kept playing my guitar and singing the songs that I like to sing and participated in the open mics at the Rathskeller in Madison and kept going all along, playing for friends' weddings, playing at parties, things like that. And I would say when I got to Denver and discovered Swallow Hill Music Association, that was a real big plus because it was a great hub for wonderful talent from the UK, from the British Isles, from France, and all over the United States. You know, it just really opened my world even more to more folk music. And so I always loved Joni Mitchell and Bob Dylan and Judy Collins and grew up with John Denver. And I mean, this was the type of music that filled our home growing up. Of course, there was the music of the 80s rock bands like Boston and Supertramp and Elton John and all of that as well. But I would say as all of those other things were infiltrating, the things that I personally gravitated to the most were the songs that told the story. And when did the Mary Beth Cross Band start up? I got married in 1998. Shortly thereafter, in 99, we had our first child and our second in 2002. So I was pretty busy raising kids and teaching early childhood music. Kinder music, actually, actually, it wasn't kinder music, it was music garden, although I'm certified in both. I enjoyed that, but I still missed kind of the songwriting aspect and singing songs that were a little more revealing of what was going on in my heart. I remember we were out in San Diego driving home from Scripps Aquarium in La Jolla, and there was a program on NPR about a guy whose mother died, and he said, you know, the only thing I lament is that I never really knew my mother's soul, like what was going on in her heart. I thought, well, if I do write something, it's maybe going to be a little bit about what it's like to be a mom, and so these guys know how hard it is and to be kind to their wife someday <laughs> and to help out and pitch in and, <laughs> and to share a little bit of the journey. So I started and in 2005, I went to Swallow Hill and started taking some guitar lessons. I was just didn't even realize how hungry I was for it. And sometimes stepping away from something, you come back with such a fresh perspective When you're a mom, you really do give so much of every waking moment. And so it was really nice to reclaim that part of myself again. So that's kind of how it started. I sensed that you were getting ready to talk about the song Mother of Sons. Is that when that song originated? When did you actually write it? Yeah, it sure did. 2005, 2006. And that ended up, it's probably one of the best songs on that CD, Laughing Through Tears. Again, you wrote this so that you can teach your, I assume, sons. You said you had two children, but you didn't say they were sons. Yeah, they're both boys, Skylar and Joseph. So to teach Skylar and Joseph a little bit of your perspective, did you play it to them like a lullaby? or It's not really a lullaby, but how have you shared it with them? Oh, they hear me playing music all the time in the house. We kind of have an open living room and literally walk around 
playing my guitar and singing songs. Currently, they're having to endure the national anthem because I'm singing it Friday night at the National Western Stock Show. So when we have rehearsals, they're here at our in our living room, and they're hearing everything from American Songbook to bluegrass to folk to they get to hear it all. And I just am so happy, you know, mission accomplished, <laughs> that whether they ever continue with their violin or any kind of an instrument, I feel like I've at least exposed them during the formative years to what I consider, you know, I consider John Prine and Joni Mitchell and Bob Dylan and all this good music in the bluegrass world and John Denver Country Roads and all of it. I mean, I just consider that required listening, you know, for the next (laughs) generation of music. And so they're part of it. And hence the song Mother of Sons by Mary Beth Cross here today for Song of the Soul. I am a mother of sons, robust and fair with wind in their hair. Smiles like the gift of the sun, streaming through storm clouds for everyone. It's like the blue sky and shimmering sea, framed with long lashes as they look back at me. And bruised by experience of those first tender years. Eyes brim with raindrops, eyes crocodile tears. I am a mother of sons. We are the mothers of sons, babies with desperate cries, fear in their eyes, preschoolers. Learning to be all imagination lends them to see. Proud boys with shoulders broad and car keys in hand, planning their futures, ready to stand. And we are the mothers of sons whose destiny. The future to be the composers, physicians, civil engineers, mechanics and artists, and musicians in 20 years. We are the mothers of sons. of sons whose blood spilled for freedom humbled men who fought for greater good now honor the chasms of cultures misunderstood men who place above acquisition or worth a burning desire for peace here on earth Sign up for this 
sons whose destiny will shape the future to be the fathers, the teachers, the farmers to feed, pilots and astronauts and the fighters of greed. Men who place above acquisition or worth a burning desire. first album, Laughing Through Tears. The song is Mother of Sons. Quite an aid to your son's journey through this life. I guess they must be in their teens now, right? Yeah, I mean, they were probably two and five when I wrote that. And now I have almost a drive. He has a temporary permit and he'll be 16 in April. And my youngest is 12 and he'll be 13 next month. So kind of crazy. I've now officially entered like the second verse. (laughs) (laughs) The verse that grabbed me the most is the third verse uh, where you're talking about blood spilled for freedom and humbled men and acquisition and worth are not the important things, but a burning desire for peace here on earth. Do you feel like I mean, when you wrote the song, you really hadn't done a lot of, you know, when someone gets to 15, they're a different person than the three-year-old who believes that you're God. Do you think that you've been able to nurture that in them? How have you done that? Well, we do have, getting back to the third verse, we do have, I'm not going to say quite a few people in our family that are military, but, you know, certainly both fathers participated in World War II and the Korean War. I have a brother who was in the Navy, and I have a nephew who's in, actually he's a cousin, who's in the Marines. One of our nephews is in the Air Force. So, you know, it is it is an option for a career path, but more importantly, it's part of our history. I have an uncle who fought in Vietnam, and he still won't talk about it. He's fine, but he just, that's one place he won't go. He will not talk about that experience, you know. And so it's kind of, I hate to use the word rah-rah, but it's its kind of Pollyanna and it's kind of idealistic. But I feel as songwriters, we have to help not only ourselves, but the next generation remember what it is that they were fighting for. And they were fighting for our freedom. And we would do it again. But... There are people who have suffered loss, who maybe do question, what really was it all for? So that's kind of what that was exploring. And not everybody has to agree with it. 
as always. It just kind of, we bring it to the light and we hope that by talking about those ideas, maybe we can make sense of what's currently going on. It's never ending. Conflict just seems to be part of humanity. Fortunately, you never have conflict with your spouse or with your kids. That Fortunately, you are exempt from that rule of humanity, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we never fight. No, Good. it's <laughs> just not part of our life. No, not to that extent, but, you know, there's always reconciliation. And they see that, and I always say, and this is reconciliation. You see your mom and dad fight, or you see, I see you and your brother fight, but you also make up, and then two seconds later, they're best friends, and they're back to playing. And that is kind of the history of America. I mean, we are kind of these very smiling people with beautiful teeth, so to speak. I really do think we do just want people to get along and people to play nicely. Well, speaking of getting along and playing nicely, why don't we get along to another song and you can play it nicely? (laughs) That sounds great. (laughs) What would you like to share? Let's pull up Land of the Midnight Sun, a song about Alaska. And why Alaska? What's your connection there? Oh, we took my mom and dad June of 2011. It was kind of my dad's dream to go to Alaska. So we took them on a cruise up the Northern Passage, and we fulfilled that dream for him. And we actually, the coup de grace, the final day of our trip before we flew back, was a flight over Mount McKinley or Denali. And it was amazing, truly amazing. We got some great footage. We have a wonderful video on YouTube. And, you know, sometimes it is worth fighting for something. So, I am currently a member of Musicians United for Bristol Bay. They are committed and fight to prevent the pebble mine from destroying the pristine Bristol Bay of Alaska, which is currently and historically the largest salmon spawning bay. And people, without being prodded to think about it, for the development and the mining of gold and other minerals would end up polluting and ruining the Bristol Bay and all the wildlife that lies therein. My song, Land of the Midnight Sun, speaks to the beauty of Alaska, and sometimes we have to fight to protect beauty. And a beautiful song about a beautiful country. This song is how I got connected to you because Sai Khan, who I've had on my program several times, he passed a link out to folks saying, you better check out this Mary Beth Cross. And so folks, do check out Mary Beth Cross at marybethcross.com. This song, Land of the Midnight Sun. With a blind desire to be rich in gold They boldly blazed and broke new trail To shed their past and all it held Some found their golden women Others lost it all in booze In the land of the
hear the songs of whales, precious treasures from the deep. Beth Cross' latest CD, Beyond Good and Evil. The song is Land of the Midnight Sun. You can find her on marybethcross.com or follow the link from nordenspiritradio.org. If Cy Khan says this is a great song, you know it's a great song. Have you met Cy? Cy and I met, was it two years ago now? No, three years ago at IBMA when it was still in Nashville. And I hadn't released a CD yet, and I was walking around with just some hand-spun demo CDs that I had basically stuck in my purse. And I got talking to him, and I knew who he was. Any songwriter worth their salt knows who Cy is. And so he was getting a sandwich, and I walked up to him, and I said, Hi, you're Cy Khan, aren't you? And I said, I'm Mary Beth Cross. And I had the honor and the privilege of taking some banjo lessons from Jens Kruger and the Kruger brothers at Rocky Grass Academy. And Cy has been on some of their CDs and has featured the Kruger brothers as musicians on his CDs. Jens has produced, I think, Courage as well as Bristol Bay. 
And so we immediately, you know, had some things to talk about. And he said, why don't you join me for lunch? So we got talking about what my story was and what I was up to. And I said, oh, we just got back from Alaska and I have this song about Alaska. I should let you listen to it. (laughs) So I handed it to him. That was the beginning of our relationship. And so this past October, I just showcased for his IBMA showcase in Raleigh. So I brought the band and we had a wonderful 50-minute showcase. I don't mean to be too ignorant, but IBMA, what does it mean? International Bluegrass Music Association. And that convention and conference is in October, now in Raleigh, North Carolina. It used to be in Nashville for years, but they have now come back home, so to speak, where the music is truly appreciated and revered. And it's just a really fun event. It's really amazing. I want to remind our listeners that you're tuned in to Song of the Soul, which is a Northern Spirit Radio production, on the web at northernspiritradio.org. And on that site, you'll find more than nine and a half years of our programs for free listening and download. You'll find links to our guests, so you can find a link to Mary Beth Cross at marybethcross.com. All kinds of other information about our guests, plus there's a place to leave comments, and we do love two-way communication. So when you visit, please do post a comment. There's also a place to support us. Click and donate to support org. But even more important than that, and I'd ask that you do this first, is support your local community radio station. They provide you a slice of music and of news that you get nowhere else on the American airwaves. Start by supporting them, the local community radio station in your area. Again, our guest today is Mary Beth Cross. Her music is often described as folk and country or Americana and a few other things. A few of the songs that you selected, Mary Beth, to share for Song of the Soul today are from Beyond Good and Evil, your latest CD. And that title intrigues me. Overall, what would you say is the theme? What's the album as a whole about? It's a little bit about just all these, the good and the bad and the ugly of love, you know? It doesn't have to be mother-son. It could be somebody dying. It could be letting go of a relationship that you really do love somebody, but it's just not the right time or it's not the right life or it's just not the right situation. Limitations happen. And it's that whole idea of being strong enough to say, I'm going to let you go, but this is killing me. This is really hard, but I'm going to focus on the love. The love is beyond any limitation. Beyond good and evil? Yeah, beyond good and evil, beyond space and time, beyond cancer. So I have a nephew who died of lung cancer, a non-smoker, and he died at 31. And it was just killer to watch what cancer does to somebody. And I know so many people can relate to this listening. To watch what going through chemotherapy and end-stage cancer can do to a person. There are so many successful cases and so many cancers we can cure people of. We've come a long way. But this particular adenocarcinoma that my nephew had hit his lung and then it went to his liver and his brain. And it really changes who this person was. And as a mother watching my sister-in-law courageously go through this and at the funeral, I was just a basket case, and she and my brother-in-law were so strong. So 
such faith, such grace. It was really, um, it was inspirational. And even he, you know, his biggest regret was that he didn't have more time to talk to people about his faith, to share his faith, to do more with his life. It was kind of cut short. Could you talk a little bit about your faith? Well, I grew up Catholic, attended Catholic grade school and high school. And by the time I was ready for college, I was ready to go beyond that and spread my wings at Madison. I would say I'm still raising my kids Catholic, but I, I'm a little bit more, I would say I'm more Christian now than any one religious denomination. And I respect and appreciate all people's beliefs. I think there are many ways to grace. And I think we'll all know when we get there, whatever that state is. And in the meanwhile, we all just kind of get through the day the best we can and with the most kindness and the most grace we can muster. There's a phrase that you used earlier uh, as you were talking about one of the songs. You you talked about going, I think you said, into the light, which is something that resonates for me. I'm Quaker, and we talk about the inward light, and it's very natural to talk about letting your light shine with the verbiage that we're used to using. I was kind of surprised to hear that come out of you. I certainly don't associate that with the Catholicism that I grew up with. No, I mean, I grew up with a little bit more of a, I would say, even within my family members, our experience with not only the teachers at our school, but the church in general, I was kind of more post-Vatican II, where things kind of loosened up a little bit. The nuns were wearing go-go boots and miniskirts and short veils and playing 12-string guitars and folk masses were prevalent, and it was a different time. I was part of that. It was all kind of in the 70s. It was very consistent with the folk music movement. And so a lot of, I don't hate to use the word, but cool songs were being played at church. And that was kind of what I wanted to do. And I would say life just kind of took me beyond the doors of just staying in, you know, liturgical music. And the songwriting piece, for sure. I mean, if you're going to write a song, it has to come from your soul, you know, it comes from life. And that's kind of the whole idea of beyond good and evil is this idea of movement forward. You know, what is that impulse that makes us move at all from inertia? As a matter of fact, Kiss You Goodnight is a song kind of about leaving. Sometimes we leave with grace and sometimes we don't. <laughs> sometimes there's a fight. So anyway, the song Kiss You Goodnight was actually inspired by watching the Chilean copper miners being pulled up one by one. Do you remember that? Yeah, sure. There was this one guy who had the girlfriend and the wife both waiting for him at the time. <laughs> 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 and I just thought, I mean, this is how it happens for me. You know, I got to write a song about this. What happened that day at home? What was the deal? Did she know about this woman? Was there a fight? What, would he have done anything differently if he knew he was going to be trapped down there? Where were they down there? 60 days and nights? I mean, it was crazy. So the guys in the studio were all laughing. You know, we have this up-tempo song about this very sad situation. 
you know, or envisioning this guy digging a tunnel out the back, you know, creating his own escape hatch, you know, so he doesn't have to confront the issue waiting for him because they had found out about each other through the course of the time that he was trapped. So, kiss you goodnight. Slam the door in spite the morning that I left. I know how you hate to fight, leaves you so depressed. Pushes me to punch those pretty buttons you can't hide Now I sit in darkness, hang on for a time I feel so cold and hollow, trapped here in this mine Good Night is the song also from her latest CD, Beyond Good and Evil. You find her on marybethcross.com. You can always follow the link from nordenspiritradio.org. Beautiful song, fun, bouncy, lively, 
maybe more upbeat than probably maybe that was heart palpitations going on for him as he's coming up. <laughs> it actually reminds me of a song. I don't know if you know Michael Johnson and his music. Uh, he used to be from Twin Cities, was in Nashville for a long time back in Twin Cities as a couple years ago. But he has a, a song that he shared, Kiss Me Goodbye. And the end of the chorus is forever and always kiss me goodbye, because you never know if you're coming back. You never know what's going to happen. And so you try and settle your accounts as best as possible. Well, keep us going on your music. We've got a couple more you would like to share and not that much time left. So In My Right Mind was conceived literally up in Breckenridge, which is a place we like to go. We have a place in the mountains. The boys were learning how to fly fish. And there's this wonderful place called the Breckenridge Outdoor Education Center where they stock the pond with trout. And it's a short two-mile hike for the kids and very doable. And they were fishing. And I sat down with my notebook and out came that song. I'm a school nurse for Cherry Creek School District. And I don't work all the time. I'm a substitute, so I do contracts, and then I have a little time off to work on the music and things like that. But I was coming out of work one day, and every time I look west, I can see the mountains. It's just such a great reminder of the peaceful feeling that I have when we are together up in the mountains. And, you know, when you ask, well, now what is your spirituality? Now what is your belief? I guess I believe in that state, you know, that peaceful state of when you feel really balanced and one with the spirit and with God. And if you could only stay there and live among and with the chaos of life and just never change that state. But you get pulled, you know, it's really hard to stay balanced and to stay um a total piece. But I think that song for me, if I were to share a piece of myself with you, that would be a song that would share for you what we like to do. We we like to backpack. We like to get out in the national parks and the wilderness areas of Colorado. And it's probably one of the most happy. The song is In My Right Mind by Mary Beth Cross.
CD. By the way, when I made the comment earlier as we were talking about Olivia Newton-Johnish kind of thing, mm-hmm. this song strikes me that way the most. I think that you know she could have dubbed in your voice for you in there. It was it's something about the way that she sings that you overlapped with. I hope that's a good comparison. Olivia Newton-John's pretty special singer. I have nothing but the utmost respect for her and. Her voice was always so sweet, and I just loved what she did on the duet with John Denver on Fly Away, and of course, Have You Ever Been Mellow? She's just a truly beautiful person, inside and out. I was wondering, in the song In My Right Mind, were there any elements of right brain, left brain that were coming into oh, your Oh, yeah, attention? totally, because, you know, my whole training is left brain, and I spent 14 years in the ICU making a living. And then I'd run over to Swallow Hill, you know, for an escape hatch, (laughs) catch a good show after 12 hours of slugging it out. I'll never forget this guitar teacher once me. He was there with a group of people and I blew in from work and, you know, adrenaline still coursing through my veins. He goes, Kyle, you're intense. Well, excuse me, you know, it's been a day. Do you want me to tell you about it? I don't think you want to hear what I've been up to. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, yes, you know, I would say for most people, music is healing balm for the soul. We need it. I, I need it. I'll never forget. There was a time, I think it's starting to turn, 
at least in my perspective, most of the artists that I associate with are just proceeding on. You don't see a lot of people quitting. But there's always that time, that crucial time, where if you don't have somebody saying to you, no, you cannot quit, we need your music, that you would probably just hang it up and go take the day job back, you know. But I remember saying it to somebody, I said, no, we need good music. We all do. And whether we realize it or not or admit it, and so much of our memories, so much of our experiences, so much of our movies are made by the good music that goes along with it. I really do believe that. So, yeah, my right mind is literally the the right and the left brain thing, too. But it's also sanity. What does that look like? I had somebody say to me, what does it look like when you're not in your right mind? Well, how about irritability? How about thoughts of hanging it up? Thoughts of driving in the car and not coming back? How about, you know, all of those feelings of running away from responsibility? But when you know you have an escape hatch that's not too far, whether it be getting together with friends at a jam or just attending the Folk Alliance, which is coming up in February, or going to International Bluegrass Music Association and showcasing and preparing for that. For me, it really is what keeps me going. Yeah, music. There's a reason that I started this program, Song of the Soul. I mean, they go together so well, song and soul. And so much of our world, that isn't the music that we're supposed to move in time to. We're supposed to follow some other kind of very linear beat. And that isn't what does it for most of us. Yeah, we need a little something more. So a little something more. How about one more song? How can we conclude your song of the soul, Mary Beth? Well, I've always loved, I always try to incorporate a gospel song into a set. And my favorite is Amazing Grace. So I guess we'll end it with that. And let's just mention something about your arrangement that you do here. Some people do it a cappella, soaring voice. You've got a beautiful voice and you're putting it in the song. But I have the sense of a Scottish marching band or something traveling along with you. How did you conceive it? Well, I am partially Irish in heritage, not necessarily Scottish, although it is kind of Scotch-Irish. It's a bit of a blend. My mother's maiden name is Armstrong. So we did incorporate and honor that part of my heritage. The theme from the CD, In My Right Mind, was kind of honoring where I came from, where music and dance and art and everything that's currently thriving and evolving in this country came from. And it was kind of taking us back to a little bit of 1776 and before early settlers coming to the United States for freedom, for a better chance, breaking free of a caste system perhaps in Europe at the time and a chance to own land. And a lot of that was the story of the tenant farmers of Ireland, immigration from starvation during the potato famine. So all of that played into the theme for that CD. So we felt very strongly that we wanted to bring in the bagpipes at some point. And there is Penny Whistle on a couple of songs, Leaving Liverpool being the other, where we had a little penny whistle and flute. But on this one, we brought in the bagpipes, and then they brought in the snares, and I just loved what Colin and Dave Bechtel did with that. 
Well, you do it beautifully. You do all of your music beautifully. Folks, we've been speaking with Mary Beth Cross. You'll find her out in Denver, Colorado. Her website, marybethcross.com. She's got four CDs out there you can choose from, and hopefully a new one coming soon. Is that true? Yes, we're working on it as we speak, and it's going to be called Feels Like Home. I have a feeling of home, given that she's got her roots in Wisconsin. Mary Beth, it's been just wonderful to get to know you, get to know your music. I can see your soaring voice over there and the rhythms of your soul. It's just so beautiful to see. Thank you so much for joining me for Song of the Soul. Thank you so much for having me, Mark, and have a great day. As happened so often, there was an abundance of riches which we just couldn't fit into our broadcast, including one more song. So please head out to northernspiritradio.org for the bonus excerpts for this program. We end with Mary Beth Cross's rendition of Amazing Grace, and we'll see you next week for Song of the Soul.
The theme music for Song of the Soul is by Chris Williamson, and it's called Song of the Soul. My name is Mark Helpsmeet, and this is a Northern Spirit Radio production. You can listen to this program again, track down the list of songs included, and a whole lot more on my website, northernspiritradio.org. And I invite you to share your Song of the Soul with my listeners. Just contact me via my website. And please, join me weekly for Song of the Soul. You can be happy, let in the light, it will heal you. And you can feel you and sing out a song.